Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick. Flanagan. Weekly. Four times a week for you. Hello and welcome, my friends, to the show that eventually will end because everything ends. Nick Flanagan Weekly, four times a week, maybe, most of the time. A lot of the time it's Monday through Thursday, but then sometimes also it's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Look, four times a week, random ass times within the week for now generally uploaded at midnight sometimes not look i've said it before one man operation you want to give me a hand i'm right here get a hold of me oh i'm so tired but the music of my people or my mother's people at least is keeping me up Let's say I got a text. Let's just say I got a text from the Jewish diaspora asking me you up, and I texted, "You want to come over and chill and watch Amazon Prime?" Because I boycotted Netflix. Too much Ted Bundy. Okay, look, I gotta tell you, uh, I don't like this too true crime stuff. I love fake crime stuff. I love inspired by other stories, but fictionalized crime stuff. I don't like hearing about the worst human beings in the world unless their names are Richard Ramirez the Night Stalker or Charles Manson or Reverend Jim Jones or David Kerr. I'm kind of interested in cult leaders, but the murdering types who just target anybody and savagely do them in, I don't want to know. I mean, I definitely don't want to delve into that psyche. I'm not watching a John Wayne Gacy uh, musical. I'm not going to watch, oh, Ted Bundy's so good looking. Do you guys, this reminds me. Remember when everyone was like, oh, this convict is too good looking. Let me tell you about good looking people. They'll screw you over. You know why? Because they can you know how easy it is to, uh... You know how easy it is to just do anything if you got good looks? Well, I wouldn't know. I look like if you hit Jeff Goldblum over the head with a shovel, and then he spent seven years not taking care of himself, and he was squatter. But you know, I actually think I'm pretty cute. And really, it's just about your mindset. You gotta have that gorilla mindset, like Mr. Mike Kirkovich says. Mike Kirkovich, if you're not familiar with him, is a uh, moronic Twitterer who wrote a book called uh, Gorilla Mindset. But we won't get into that. I'm running all over the place. I'm just saying, when everyone's talking about that good looking convict, they're like, free the convict. Nah. Ted Bundy wasn't good looking. How could such a, you know, how could he, look, Ted Bundy was scum. And these shows, I'll name it, shows like that show Sword and Scale, F that show. Sword and Scale is this true crime podcast that I'm not advertising by bringing it up. 
and this rockabilly woman once was playing it when I was working for $10 an hour as stuffing envelopes. I was not young. She put it on without asking, and it was all just murder stuff. One was basically a Pizzagate, around the time of Pizzagate, it was like a story that was basically like hinting, you know, it was Pizzagate-themed. So it was supporting that damaging narrative. But I do think Pizzagate is real. Um, And then the other one was this Ted Bundy episode where at the end they just played a 20-minute interview with Ted Bundy where he said that pornography made him do it, basically. Pornography doesn't didn't make him do it. You want to do something? Go after the cops. The cops who looked the other way when the gay community was preyed on by Mr. Bruce MacArthur. Look up that story. You get some... Oh, I'm fired up! I'm fired up today, Gladys! <laughs> it's not the day. It's the night. I should be in bed, but I'm not. Got a call back tomorrow. There's a cat sleeping on a bag right by me. You know what, though? Mom's on vacation. And yes, I might be 38, but... You gotta fight for your rights to party! I think I butchered that enough that uh, the royalty men won't, won't, won't go after me. Yeah, you gotta party when mom's away. You gotta stay up late. You gotta eat chips. You gotta call all your friends over. You gotta break your house. You gotta set the house on fire. I gotta say, I'm not doing any of that stuff. Today I changed the kitty litter. If you told me 30 years ago that they hadn't figured out how to stop animals from going to the bathroom, I would be shocked. We created sex dolls before we figured out how to stop domestic animals from evacuating. Can't we give them food that doesn't make them go to the bathroom? Figure it out, scientists. January's done. How was it for you? Mine was weird, but it's kind of changing. It was starting. It didn't feel like anything was starting. I felt like I was floating in space, like the man Hal ejected from the uh, spaceship in 2001, just floating. I know what to do. Now, I don't know feels like a couple things are happening and that's good um i'm still <laughs> uh i mean i'm still kind of not always able to do all the things i want to do i'm kind of canceling still brain problem but overall could be worse things are going down in the six that's right i'm in the six sometimes i gotta say the six solid six out of ten for a major city I sometimes think that being rich and living in Toronto would be really awesome. But the other way to live is just, it is rough. 
Oh my god. I was on a stuffed subway train yesterday. Everybody was staring daggers at each other. Feels sometimes like on a Toronto City Transit, one wrong situation could spark a rebellion. I read a book once where there was a ship that had been at sea a long time and it was all like mercenary types. And they rebelled and they found the captain. They kill the captain. They eat the captain. I think that could happen on a TTC uh, public transit, no problem. Because, you know, the thing is, you're in New York, transit can be bad, I hear. But you've still got those guys who, you know, the, the transit people are still like, next stop, LaGuardia. Like, oh, you hear the name of a famous street. Next stop, Brooklyn. In Toronto, we don't have that. It's just someone being like, please don't block the doors. And you're like, you know what? Don't block the entrance of the poor. Let the poor walk on this bus for free. I think transit should be free. Big cities bring in enough, uh, bring in enough money. Make everything free. I think that logic holds. How's your sadness? You beating it? I hope so. Today I woke up so sad. Oh no. I can't believe it. That's what I woke up thinking. Why only six hours? The cat didn't even nap in my room. I didn't even wake up looking at a cat. I woke up looking at a ceiling fan. Like I was Martin Sheen in Apocalypse Now. Without the cocaine! And I was like, my gosh, why am I here? What is anything? What is life? Why won't the car start? But I worked through it. I actually isolated myself today and it felt good. I had a nice FaceTime with a very nice person and that helped me get through it. Cooked myself a whole bag of Ikea meatballs. <laughs> and I'm cured of depression! It feels great. That would be the funniest if I started talking about Ikea meatballs the way some people talk about psychedelics. And God bless them. These psychedelic people. Oh yeah, microdosing. You gotta do it. Microdosing is so fun, so important. I don't even know why anyone does, uh, 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 you know, uh, tries to cure anything with uh, anything besides psychedelics. Look, it's a great idea. It works. I've probably talked about it before. I think things like MDMA and psilocybin can... Um, really make you love yourself and admit you love yourself in a way that you never did before, which could be amazing for someone with low self-esteem. But for anybody who already has a big ego, maybe not. I don't like it when people say it destroys the ego. I don't think a human ego can be destroyed very easily. Anyway, I don't even know how I could. I genuinely don't remember how I brought up psychosyllabins, but... uh I was talking about being sad today, and hopefully you're not anymore. 
uh, I just um, I just managed to claw my way up into feeling okay. Except it's cold in this dang house, and I, I ain't sure why. Uh, reading You God from Wu Tang's book. It's called Ra because his only verse on all of Enter the Wu Tang. He starts it off by saying, "Ra, I'ma give it to you." And I'm really enjoying the book. I'm really enjoying the book because I guess if I'd really studied interviews with Wu-Tang people or read the Wu-Tang Manual by RZA, I'd know about all the slang. But just finding out how all their lyrics really were so localized and like were sort of this deep language of where they grew up, which was Park Hill in, in Staten Island and Stapleton um, and a couple other places. Um, it's really amazing. And the fact they all knew each other from some level of childhood mostly – the fact that they were working on what Wu-Tang was for genuinely 8 to 10 years beforehand. And so if you think about that, Wu-Tang comes out in 1993. These are people who were living through the 1987 wave of rap, even even old school 1983 hip-hop, Tila Rockets, Yours, Mantronics, all of that, and then creating their own slang, living a wild life, uh, being in New York. And then Wu-Tang 36 Chambers comes out. This is when someone says a lot of rappers' first albums is the best are the best ones because that's what they poured their whole life into. It's even deeper with Wu-Tang because it's what eight people poured their whole lives into making. So, yeah, it's just amazing reading about that and also reading about how he did go to college, he did graduate high school. You know, he... And he was doing music, so even though he was getting into trouble with the law and doing lots of bad things, he still did have this uh, intention. He did more college than I did, for whatever that's worth. You God, good name, you a God. Also an interesting fact about You God is he wound up getting a nice amount of attention really by the time the last couple of Wu-Tang albums came out, that's when you God started like holding it down a bit more and having memorable verses. You know, not that anybody was really freaking out about those Wu-Tang albums, but there's some good stuff there. Just a little talk. So check out Raw uh, by uh, you God. <laughs> what are you going to do for Valentine's Day? We're in February already. Don't forget it. We gotta figure out Valentine's Day. How are you gonna get your? What are you gonna? What are you gonna do to make your sweet one love you more? Here's my idea: a dozen red roses, hidden, one hidden, in a different country. Tell them they have to guess the country and they have to buy tickets. You're not paying for lodging. You're not paying for airfare. But they have to go to a country. They must guess the country. And obviously the city. And the area where it is. Uh, to get the roses. Actually, we'll make it easy for them. You hide them in the customs of an airport in a different city. 12 roses. 12 cities. 12 countries. If they guess right and they find all 12 of the flowers, you marry them. What a wonderful the day. That would that would be. What about if you bought your baby a bidet for Valentine's Day? Kind of amazing. 
gives a whole new meaning to the word I got hose. Well, folks, this has been a fun episode of Nick Flanagan <laughs> Weekly. Uh, feel free to send comments, questions to weeklypodcast at gmail.com. I'm editing interviews this weekend. I'll get us something else up on Monday. Uh, I think we're back in a groove. It's feeling good. Um, if you have ideas for guests or topics you'd like me to talk about, things you'd like to get me more in-depth about, I'm always up for that. The ADD does have me all across all kinds of topics in, in this short amount of time that we do, but I mean, I think it's fun and I hope you do too. Have a great time living life. Never die. Remain alive forever. Immortality awaits us all. But is it good? Are we vampires? Training life of lifeblood from the earth itself. Email weeklypodcast at gmail.com to, to find out the answer. What's up, party people? Thank you for listening to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I really appreciate it. Um, you could support the podcast in numerous ways. The best way is definitely sharing the podcast, telling your friends, telling people you like it, telling me you like it, reviewing it on iTunes, rating it on iTunes, subscribing to us there, subscribing to us anywhere, SoundCloud, Podbean, whatever, and uh, making sure you download it as well. Uh, you can also become a member of my Patreon if you want to offer up a monthly fee that will keep me giving you four episodes a week, interviews, life tips, meditations, all kinds of stuff. There's perks. Check into it. And uh, this is the only non-GMO podcast in the entire universe. Uh, Duncan Trussell has point zero 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 half of one GMO in his podcast. Joe Rogan is actually 30% GMOs. Um, lots of ones, you know, there's lots of GMOs in a lot of podcasts, but this has no GMOs. And uh, you can donate one time to at donorbox.com slash nick-flanagan-weekly. That's just a way you can throw me a buck or two whenever you want. And of course, you could buy my album at nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. I've got a tiny letter if you want to sign up to a newsletter at my website. That's fine. Podcast has social media. It's all fun. You'll enjoy supporting any of this if you like the goofiness that I provide. All right. Bye. Thank you. Oh, man. Nick. Flanagan Weekly Nick Flanagan Weekly Four times a week for you I should add that uh, Sundowners, a movie I'm in, is streaming on the CBC Gem app, which is free as far as I know, and it's a really cool app that has lots of really great content, including this movie, Sundowners, that was in, directed by Favon Mundy. And uh, Phil Hanley is in it. Tim Heidecker is in it. Uh, James Hartnett, who is on the podcast, was in it. And uh, Lil Me is in it, married to the actress Cara G. And uh, also, it's on Amazon Prime in the U.S. if you want to watch it there. And uh, you can get this podcast on Alexa 
If you have Amazon Alexa, you can just say, hey, Alexa, let's hear Nick Flanagan Weekly. That's probably a fun way to do it. And, uh, yeah, my phone vibrated. Yeah, what are we going to do? And uh, I guess you could also talk to Siri and say, hey, download every episode of Nick Flanagan Weekly and give it a good review, and it would do something like that too. So Alexa and Siri are ways to listen to this podcast. All right, already. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>